0: blog talk radio
1: good Saturday afternoon everyone you are listening to blog talk radio and one love rising I am your co-host Heidi Little and I'm expecting Bob Challenger to swoop in at any moment we have a very special guest today and someone that I love and respect very much um, we're going to be talking with Shelly Darling today, who is the co-founder of Good of the Whole. Shelley has spent years synergizing powerful modalities of personal growth, spiritual knowledge, feng shui, and founded Golden Light Dowsing, Earth Medicine Alchemy, a dynamic whole systems approach that speaks to the ancient science and evolution of dowsing. She co-initiated Loving Waters, a worldwide community bringing individuals and communities together deepening in dialogue and action for our water. Shelley's passion and commitment is to support individuals and communities in the direct experience of embodying the intelligence of the unified heart field as it magnificently awakens our collective consciousness, births new solutions while generating and fulfilling our long for sense of
0: intimacy and connection.
1: Welcome, Shelley. How are you today?
0: Hi, Heidi. Thank you. Thank you for inviting me. Happy to be here.
1: Woohoo. We're so excited to have Woo-hoo. you. And I think Bob is here. <laughs> Bob, are you here too? Yeah, I'm here now. Howdy, Heidi. Hi, Bob. And thank you, Kelly. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> awesome. Yay. Good. What All right. Movie. Right? Right? I know. I'm excited to hop right into it. Okay, here we go. Shelley, tell us, of course, we always start off our show asking our guests what oneness means.
0: So what does oneness mean to you, Shelly? Um, well, oneness is, uh, for me, it's synonymous with love. Um, but oneness for me is where we actually have the direct experience of our interconnectivity with in ourselves, with another, and and with the earth, that we really can have that sense-based experience of of um, joy and peace, which comes naturally. You know, our bodies relax when we feel that direct experience of oneness. So that's how I would say it in, in simple terms.
1: I love um I love that body's naturally relaxing. That's a beautiful thing. I think people need more of that all the time these days. Mm. Technic schedule, keeping up with. For more. Shelly, tell me about your you've had lots of experience working with the water. I want to know
0: where you're at with it and where you've been. That's really beautiful. Um, well, first of all, I just want to say that um, I love One Love Rising because everything that I do is really from that desire to love more, to show up. And about two years ago, um, the water, started, I heard the water calling, and water has always been a part of my life. Uh, my parents, Sailed around the world for ten years. We grew up with boats. We grew up with going to the Caribbean. But it wasn't until about two or two and a half years ago that the water was directly calling. So um, at that point, I was uh, working with a a Maori elder. I've always been involved with uh, the culture of New Zealand and understanding Waitaha, the water, the water bearers, and uh, specifically at that time. a uh, friend, in woman I worked with, uh, and who I taught dowsing with in Australia, and um, Elizabeth Rogers in California. Together, we came together and really loving waters was birth and loving waters. Uh, is this, I'm just letting you know there's a lot of static in the back, like someone's moving. So I'm just just letting you know. But um,
1: okay,
0: so loving loving waters uh, really was an initiative as. Um, A way to bring people together to understand the experience of being in sacred relationship with water, coming to the shores, you know, more than water as a resource, but water as an intelligent living source experience. And so Loving Waters, we began with um, bringing people together on the new moon. So people around the world getting to know each other, because as we discovered There were a lot of people out there who were doing water ceremonies or water blessings, but they felt alone. They were doing it all alone. And I'm really behind co-creation and understanding and really feeling that sense of oneness, how we can co-create with each other. And so um, we really built the field for people to come and and realize each other. We were all there, and, and then we came together on the full moon to um, communicate with water. And so many of us felt that um, the, Dr. Emoto, I think in fact I was talking to someone yesterday about Dr. Emoto who really was the one who brought the relationship between water and consciousness together. How we speak or how our voice in, when we're communicating with water actually shifts the crystalline structure. And so we felt that this a simple way, a simple blessing, a simple way to get people to begin to understand that was to bring forth um, just simply water, I love you, water, I thank you, water, I respect you. And essentially for myself, I feel that, and now many more are beginning to understand that the inner waters, the relationship, in, you know, we all know, okay, we're 80% water, but what does that actually mean? And so loving waters is, giving people a way to come together, to share the voice of how the water comes through to them. What is it they're wanting to know? And then um, we're blessed over the past month or so. Grandmother Abriel from Taos, New Mexico, is working with us and just really bringing in that deeper understanding of indigenous wisdom around what, you know, the, Indigenous elders and people have always understood this this sacred relationship with water. And, and that then we feel will translate to caring more for the water. You know, how can I in my daily life show up? So we're also involved um, bringing forth uh, new campaigns. Um, recently, part of my going to New Zealand was um, working with the water bearers and bringing these super simple water filters that anyone can use to these areas that, you know, people think of New Zealand or people think of Vanuatu as, oh, God, these these tropical places, and there's nothing going on there. They're so lucky, but, but really, that's not true. There are um, places, rivers that, just as in the United States and all over the world, that that need um, cleaning and under, and understanding and also the people who are drinking that water need help. So that for me was a real touchstone in practically supporting people to um, have clean water around the world. If so I hand it back to you, That's, that was a mouthful.
1: <laughs> so we really appreciate that. We've been working with Dr. Emoto for a long time. <laughs> So, and then after that, we met Grandfather Golden Eagle. And I'm sure you know through International mm-hmm. Children's Month, we did um, 2014 with International Children Love Water. And um, uh, I'm feeling called to solidify our partnership, Shelley, with you and Loving the Waters, because um, we need All to. Right. The, children, the children have no idea. None. You talk to them about... Um, Dr. Emoto's work, and you mentioned to them that their thoughts create beautiful or broken water crystals, and they laugh. I think it's hilarious. Right. Um, and not in a way that's good. <laughs> and so, right. uh, you know, I bring the books with me to school. Um, Hiro Moto gifted us with a bunch of, of um, children's messages from water books. And so I bring the books mm. with me to school. I've been doing that for about five or six years. And um, and I share the teachings and, you know, that some of them get it and the others are pushed back, right, because it's foreign to them. They're not used to hearing that they're responsible for themselves. They're not used to hearing they're responsible for the water. They're not used to thinking of themselves as water. They're used to thinking of themselves as, you know, whatever they think of themselves as. Mm-hmm. So it's very interesting, and uh, and the, I think the greater that we can collaborate and work together, um, the farther our reach will go. And who is the grandmother that you said you were
0: working with? Um, grandmother Abriel Mondragon. Um, nice. But I have a great story to tell you because I think yes, great. See, you know, I see us collaborating and uh, co-creating because one of the first, the way Loving Waters was built, it was built. Um, around this brochure. And we knew that we needed to create a brochure where people could just understand, well, why would you want to bless or have a ceremony for water? And so we created uh-huh. this brochure. And, and um, on one of the first full moons, I was here in Sarasota, Florida, surrounded by water. And I was going to do a full moon blessing. And I was just going to like pick a little river and have people go there. And it was my mother. And she said, Shelly, what are you doing? Why aren't you taking it to the main, go to Marina Jack Park where everyone is walking. People will see what you're doing. And I was like, oh my gosh, are you serious? (laughs) Because I had, you know, I had never really done a water blessing, you know, two years ago. And so we started and what I, I had a realization and that realization was, oh my God. And so we evolved the brochure at that time and and we're in phase two and we're going to move to updating it as well again. But that brochure was created so that, Individuals, families, and, and teachers could use this brochure to take into the schools and give them something that they could le- ha- learn more about water because it is the teachers' and the parents' responsibility to sh- bring their joy around what that is and why you would do it. So, that, so we created the brochure, and anybody can go on the website and, and pull out that brochure, teachers. And so what's happened in this phase two um, is we are working on a water curriculum to go into the schools with, and so it's, that's just began. But I feel like having your input with the, you know, your, you know, it, you know, your understanding, your credibility around being a teacher, you can help us create something that would really uh, benefit. And and so I, I totally know what you're saying. The kids don't get it, you know. They don't understand, but also then it goes back to the parents if the parents or the teachers aren't understanding. Um, and, you know, that's the other thing that I love is, is really the, you know, I know, I think, I haven't been involved with this, but the Pachamama Alliance is also, you know, bringing forth that greater understanding um, and joy of, you know, play and freedom and, and water as a, again, as a source, not a resource, just a drinking, you know. You know, right, grab a right. grab a bottle in a plastic bottle. <laughs> but anyway,
1: yeah. Right. And then not even realizing that we can drink the water out of the tap. And as we're drinking the water mm-hmm. out of the tap, we can also clean the water out of the tap with our love and our mm-hmm. gratitude. And we can take care of it while we're at it. I know. It's incredible. So that's great. You got a brochure. Um, what's the website, Shelley, so everybody can go over there and check it out? Is it com?
0: No, it's lovingwaters.life. Oh, nice. We, we actually
1: chose Loving, that.
0: Lovingwaters.
1: Uh, .life.
0: Okay, great. And on the other um, hand, I, can I share? I want to share one other thing with you because I think it's really pertinent. Because sure. um, it. Ha- yeah. Okay. So yesterday I met with uh, somebody who's on the board of directors of uh, the aquarium here in Sarasota. And what was really interesting, I think this ties in is, so I brought the brochure with me. And on the front of the brochure, it says loving waters and and blessing and has a picture of the earth and the water dripping down. and, And then you open it up and he couldn't even get past the front cover. And I, and I thought it was, I totally didn't react at all. I was like, he said, you, I just see the word love, and it has to go. I can't. I can't bring this to. <laughs> I can't bring this to my board members, and these are board members of the aquarium for the children. So, um, I'm not going to say any more about that. But I feel like this is a very interesting dilemma, you know, of the relationship of love and water, and um, and it really was an insightful conversation, not one with resolve, but it really made me think about, you know, this. This, you know, he he said, well, my my wife would get upset at me if I was saying this, but uh, this is true. I can't bring this brochure. So anyway, I just want to hand that over because I think it's a real interesting um, dynamic of of the word love. <laughs>
1: yeah, and and it makes you wonder what makes him feel unsafe. <laughs> um, what about love and what about water and putting those two together could possibly make mm-hmm. someone feel unsafe because that just defies logic to me as far as,
0: mm-hmm.
1: as I'm concerned. <laughs> you know, and just to share a story with you, my first um, connection and, and working with the water was when I was four years old in Scotland with my grandma standing at Loch Ness. Mm. And it was the first large body of water I had ever stood by. And I felt it, and it spoke to me then. And um, there's a thing that happens. I had like a 13-year-old kind of psychic thing happen with the water where I ended up very afraid of the water because I got all of the information from the water at once. I come from a really cold country and you only really get to go in the water for about 30 days out of the year. And even then it's freezing. Um, but I just ran straight in to do my thing and I got hit with all this new information from the water all at once. And I ended up being afraid of the water for a good, uh, 10 years after that. Um, mm-hmm. and I had to work through that in Mexico to heal myself. Um, with with what's happening and the children, they're coming in extra sensory turned on now, and understanding a lot more than I think a lot of us did when in our you know in the 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s, and 70 year old age groups. And um, of course, there's exceptions all over the place, but um, you know they're wearing the shirts that they love, and up on the wall. They're talking about kindness and love. And I find it the easiest to talk to the children in ways that are really simple for them to understand. Like, you know how it feels when you float? Mm. Yes, miss. Yeah. That's what we're talking about here. That receiving, that giving and receiving. You're floating in the peaceful, awesome feeling and the water supporting you. And also becoming one with the water. They understand that. They get that. Hmm. That's like a toehold in, you know what I mean? To open the door. Right. Um, that's yeah. been the best one so far for me to just describe our, our real, you know, love of the water. And of course, there's exceptions to that rule too, because we've got some children that are afraid of the water right so Mm -hmm. it's just a really interesting thing and I would love to work with you on that because it's I've already been taking it into the schools for five or six years now so um I would love to see like an actual curriculum developed and if I can help you I'd love to help you too that would be fun that would be fun Mm -hmm. for me I would appreciate that so Uh, keep me posted Um, okay okay enough (laughs) about me more about Shelly Darling we're talking with Shelly Darling who is also the co-founder of Good of the Whole and we had um Miss Crow on last weekend or the weekend before
0: so tell me Shelly what's happening with the Good of the Ah. Whole what's that about oh that's really great um well that's that's great um I've been working with Julie uh for many years and um since the time of Barbara Marx Hubbard, and so with good of the whole. Um, actually, this is a perfect time because we're about to do bring forth a, a 40 days of um, connection, and I don't want to say too much about it because it's just about to come out um, in a week or so. So, um, but basically, the essence of good of the whole for me is really about. Cultivating an ethos of wholeness, understanding that we're already whole, and from that place again, so for me I i have done a lot of uh, emotional integration work and, and so whatever makes the bo- our bodies relax uh, is what's good for our beings, what's good for our relationships. and so for me, good to the whole is really. A pathway to loving more, a pathway to discovering what we're calling the home frequency, that frequency that um, allows us to deepen our our resonance within ourselves, connect. It's not necessarily this lovey-dovey thing, you know, in the way that people think about love and have gotten stuck over the years. It's really about the embodied experience of love, the expression of that, and how how that Moving from that place of resonance allows for greater uh, connection and, and coherence in the world. It, it allows for better communication with, you know, our families, our communities, and then also our businesses. How do we actually create the space, the conditions? So, good. Or the whole is really like what we describe as the mothership, creating the space for the conditions of love to happen in, and so. Um, You know, what we're doing, we, this beginning in 2018, we are part of, um, we're all about collaboration and working with other uh, organizations. Um, But we started with the seven days of rest, which was a real mind shifter because when we think of January, 2008, you know, whatever year, we think of amping up and getting clear about our resolutions, and you can already feel the body is, you know, accelerating. And so we chose to be a part of something that allowed for, well, what would happen if we come from this place of rest and self-nurturing? So Good to the Whole is all in support of that. And um, we're bringing in new offerings. Um, I, I agreed uh, finally to step forward into a public Global Heart Resonance call every Monday. Um, we have on Thursdays of every month is the Revolutionary Happy Hour Giving people opportunities um, to experience relaxing into our bodies and creating movement from that place. So, and cultivating this ethos of wholeness from understanding that we're whole, we're already whole, serving the whole, and in that, the, the, the return, the reciprocity, this, this, this generous economy. Uh, consciousness is allowed to move in a way that is really fostering and and flourishing um, each individual and whatever they're involved in.
1: That's beautiful. I want to reiterate to our listeners what is relaxing to us. (laughs) What a beautiful thing. And I had to um, deal with that yesterday because I caught a cold. And you know, even conscious people who are, are working in these fields are challenged with remembering to take care of themselves and you know, cultivate for themselves what brings great joy so they can move forward. Thank you so much, Shelley. I really appreciate that. What a beautiful offering, um, for our planet.
0: How's the resonance calls been for you? How many have you had so far? Um, well. We, they've been going for over six years with a small group of people who uh-huh. um, really grew out of the Barbara Marks Harvard mentoring group, um, uh-huh. really focused on conscious evolution. But um, the public residence calls are amazing because people are getting on. And what immediately happens is they, you know, it's not that We're used to having all these, there are all these incredible circles. And, um, but this, Particular focus is on the emerging field itself, and what that feels like when we bring our attention to the center, and we listen for what is emerging through through our that sense of heart, and what ends up happening is solutions, and we and we and we're learning to track that frequency. I like to think of it as um, a shuttle in a tapestry. You know, when someone's weaving, you know where that shuttle is going back and forth and it's creating the tapestry itself and to help people to understand and come into that, that there is a unique experience. And when when we do that, the, the field itself, we call it the unified field or the heart field, um, brings forth new solutions and ahas and people begin to feel this, um, it's hard to describe this, this sense of resonance with another being and their own heart. Yes, yeah, so it's a lot of fun, too. So, yes, yeah, so beautiful, beautiful, um, beautiful, beautiful, beautiful,
1: okay. beautiful, beautiful. Bob, what have you got to ask Shelley? Yep. You've been very quiet. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, you know, um, I, I am. I've been joining the Monday call on. Um, the residence call and uh, and I've been with Shelley uh, several times physically like uh, when I was in Florida two years ago working on the water and uh, um, so I really get and I took her, her golden Light dowsing class while I was there beautiful and uh, but i I think I know enough about Shelley just to be I'm, I'm learning new stuff today as she speaks and I don't have any questions at the moment but thank you She's amazing. Mm. Oh, so are you, Bob. (laughs) Yay. Okay, good. Um, Shelly, can you talk about um, circle, please? And uh, I've been really trying to teach uh, the children that I'm working with about circle and the purpose of it and the potency of it. Can you just talk a little bit about circle, please?
0: hmm um well first of all for me circle goes back to you know it's it's goes back thousands of years of the essence of coming together even think about it in terms of a coming around the campfire maybe that's the most simplest way to look at it you know for eons we've been coming around the campfire and that fire gets lit and that community immediately gets gets born and so it's it's a sense of um, all things connected. It's a sense of, you know, something bringing us together to focus on something or just to come together to be. Enjoy- in fact, it's funny. My daughter is went camping this weekend. With, they go once a year, and they're all brought stuff to build a fire. And it's really that sense of community and communion, coming together in, in um, a way that unites us. Be it as something as simple as a fire bringing us together. So for me, circle um, is supporting interrelationship. I love um, you know uh, that interbeing, and for children, especially for children, you know, bringing them together in circle is is contact, hands together. You think of holding hands in a circle, and what are we sharing? We're sharing the water. Right, we're sharing our damp hands, our breaths. Um, so, circle from you know, is, is a way, it's almost like a, a speechless way of feeling our interconnectivity. You know, we think of the earth as a circle or the moon and the sun, it's a sense of wholeness, it's a sense of unity. So, um, using a circle to come together. Um, you know, I even, it's so interesting after being in circle and going to, uh, let's just say, I go to a conference and they've got people around these rectangle tables. There's such a difference in the, the possibility, the potential of connecting with everyone. So a circle allows us to see the whole and to feel each other in a whole different way. So, you know, there are many different types of circles. Um, and I think yeah, I even watch. Uh, watch videos of, of, or go into classrooms when kids come in circle. It's it can be tricky, but it also it's teaching us the prac a practice. It's also a practice of being in relationship with another. So I mean, right now that's kind of what's coming to me as far as you know, just the the base right. understanding of a circle. Yeah, great. I love that. Thank you so much. Um,
1: Okay, so ShellyDarling.com, fhelleydarlin dot com and then we have good at the W-H-O-L-E.com, whole dot com and then we have LovingWaters.life. <laughs> and um amazing Shelly thank you for this beautiful share and all of the work that you're doing in the world and we totally support you and love you and thank you and respect you for what you're doing and thank you for so much for coming on the show with us today on short notice even and
0: we just want to send you so much love and light Shelly thank you well thank you Heidi and Bob for inviting me so incredible and I look forward to uh, calling you immediately and connecting and collaborating because ultimately it is about one love rising. It's about love rising. So thank you so much. Yay. Yay. It's such a pleasure.
1: Thank you Bob. (laughs) Thanks Bob for helping everything and being so awesome. I appreciate you too. Yay. Okay, well, right. you have just heard another episode of One Love Rising on Blog Talk Radio. Our guest today is Shelly Darling, co-founder of Bit of the Whole and loving the wa- well, LovingWaters.life and ShellyDarling.com. And you can find her on Facebook. And there's all kinds of wonderful things that she is putting out there into the world. So here we grow, everyone. Have a blessed week. Speak with everybody next Saturday. Thank you again, Shelly. Love you so much. Thank Thank you. you. Love you so much. Yep. Hi,
0: Shelly. Hi, Heidi. Bye.
1: Here we go. Peace, everyone. (laughs) Uh, Here we go. Here we go. Peace. Yay.
0: Okay.